What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back with another Black News bonus episode. Today, we're going to be recapping the final episode of Insecure titled Everything Gonna Be. Okay, let's get into it. So y'all know last week I was not here. I was not here to give you recaps. I was not here for another episode of Black News. I was on vacation. Technically, I am still on vacation, but I had to jump in and give the recap. I watched last uh, episode, episode nine. And of course, y'all know I watched the finale. So I had to get on it up in here. I couldn't wait to the new year and I just could not let this pass by. And it's the it's the final episode. Y'all, it's final season we got to say goodbye and we got to wrap it up. Um, And I'm glad I did because it's a lot to discuss. Now, as y'all know, episode nine of Insecure, we left off with Lawrence and Issa having that moment at the party, Tiffany and Derek's going away party, which basically sparked the conversation from Lawrence's perspective with Issa. He said, are you happy? I'm not, I realize I'm not happy. I love you. And without you, I ain't happy. That's the summary. Nathan walks up. He was like, yo, what what the fuck you doing, bro? Drama ensues. Okay. It was a scuffle. Low key. I, you know, look, if they would have let him loose, I I think Nathan would have gave Lawrence that work. I don't care if it's a height difference. I just think, uh, I just see uh, Nathan put giving them that work, but we were left at the end of episode nine with that situation. We open with the finale. Issa and Nathan are in the car. Nathan drops Issa off and basically tells her, hey, I ain't with the drama. I don't need this. It's not good for me. I need to take some time to myself. I need to take a breather, which is understandable, right? It was a lot going on. He said he was embarrassed. And, uh, you know, some people just don't got time for the riffraff. And he has stuff going on. His mental health is a factor. It's important to him. So he took some time uh, away. Issa didn't dispute. And the look on Nathan's face kind of told me that he was hoping she would have did a little more, did a little more fighting. But look, um, sometimes you're in relationships, you're in situations, ain't no use arguing or pleading the case. You just got to give people their space and, and, and reconnect a little later. So. She gets out the car, goes in, has a a bad night. Molly comes next day there to show support for her her and her friend. But Issa had a moment in the mirror. You know, the bathroom mirror and the reflections are a big aspect of this show. It's kind of where Issa talks out her insecurities and just connects with her her inner self. But she says something that was um, interesting. She said, I just want to fast forward to the point of my life where everything is okay. Now, as adults, in some cases, and what we see in this episode, when is everything technically okay? Or is it not that when everything is okay, it's just that when we are able, mature, secure enough to handle the ebbs and flows of life. So this episode, what they kind of did, they used everybody's birthday to track time. We saw this season where the girls kind of basically said with Tiffany moving in and doing different things, they're going to use the birthdays as an opportunity to connect, which they, they did in this episode. Um, and it seems like once we get to the very end, 
Ja, um, Lawrence and Condola's baby, he looked like he was about four or five. So about four or five years has passed throughout this entire episode, but we track it with those different life events again, birthdays. So I'm going to give the highlights and, and speed it through. But I just want to say before we even do that, I thought this episode was really well done. There was a lot of chatter about people feeling like they put too much into this. It was like they kind of rushed it. I didn't feel that way at all. Um, We don't have to see every moment in everybody's life, every character's life to know that some important things have happened. And sometimes you got to move the story along. You got to do what you got to do. It's called trimming the fat. You don't need to just be fill, having filler moments just for the sake of pleasing everybody because y'all want to see everything. So I thought it was well done. And it actually made me sad that a show like Girlfriends didn't get the same treatment. Because as you know, Girlfriends didn't get a proper finale. It just ended. There was a writer strike. It was a lot going on with that. So seeing that they were able to button this up, it, it, it made me happy. And that's whether you like the ending or not. Or whether you like the end result, which we'll, we'll get into it. Okay. So the first birthday moment that we are taken to is Molly, right? Molly is, uh, Issa put together something so Molly can celebrate herself. We see the interaction between Torian's family, um, Molly's family. Molly have a moment, having a moment with Issa where she's thanking her for, you know, helping her to learn how to celebrate herself. And we, we see, okay, Molly and Torian are still going tr- strong. Him and a- AKA Chauncey, the move, there's, there's that movement in that relationship, um, which is good because Molly, she deserved it. She'd been through a lot. Her character has some ups and downs, but it was nice to see her and Torian still making it work. But then the next fast forward through time puts us at Issa's surprise party where, you know, she talking about getting back out there. There's some birthday dick she had to get go after. They were helping to assist with that. But then Nathan shows up. It appears they haven't talked for quite some time. He has a donation from him and the other barbers at the shop. And they had a moment about just talking about not regretting their experience with each other. And you can tell at that moment they kind of realized you know, we had a good run. It was what it was. It ended the way it ended, but ain't no bad blood. Hopefully, hopefully we both got something out of it. Go as you may in peace, which was nice. And again, I ain't mad. Y'all know I was not feeling that Nathan and Issa relationship. So when it ended, I was like, mm, I'm good. Okay. I wasn't tripping. I was low key fine with it. I know some people were rooting for them, but I just didn't feel like they just didn't seem right. It just wasn't equally yoked. I just condolences and I'm not talking about the woman I'm talking about between those two okay we are then pushed through time to Tiffany's birthday and again I'm skipping some moments but for the sake of the conversation we're gonna get into the big elements of this episode Tiffany's birthday in Denver find out she hates it she is out there it's just her and Derek Derek's family they're not really involved they're kind of like oh yeah let the baby cute but they they're not really helping there's no other black kids at Simone's school so she's just out there which is y'all that the that you move to the suburbs out the city that's how I be sometimes but we see that the girls are still trying to stick with that pack of visiting each other and making the effort because they're all busy at this point point. 
But during that stay, Molly and Issa have a moment in the kitchen where Molly asks her, she says to something to the effect of, you know, I've always wondered what would you have said to Lawrence if Nathan wouldn't have came and interrupted? What would you have said when he said to you, are you happy? And he pro- basically professed his love, which we all were kind of wondering, right? I, 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 we were wondering. And again, it was that moment where Issa was made. She was put in a position where she would have had to make a decision and had to proclaim that herself. But as we see, sometimes life makes the decision for you. And in that case, Nathan made it for her. He stepped away. But during that conversation, before they even got into the meat of it, we see that Molly receives a phone call and her mom passed away, which again, we know this is tragic. Molly's mom was in a coma based on the timeline, maybe like a year before that. So she was already struggling and dealing with this situation. For the sake of the show and their relationships at the Friends, what I appreciate, while it's sad and tragic that Molly's mom passed away, I appreciate how the show is showing that as we get older in our relationships and our friendships, that hard stuff starts to come. It starts to come. We are challenged and our friendships are challenged in ways that are no longer as simple as we homegirls. We trying to figure things out. We living in the city. Key, key, key. Now, for some friendships, that is the case. But for some, nope, you're going to deal with that real life stuff. In this case, Molly's uh, mom passed away. People move away from each other. Um, later on divorce for some women they have to deal with miscarriages there's it's challenging so I like how we are shown how they all adjust and navigate their changing lives another push forward in time to now Lawrence's birthday he can get a fall a call from his parents y'all Lawrence daddy wanted the five heartbeats did we know this did we know that Lawrence daddy was dresser I didn't know I did not know Lawrence's daddy was dresser from the five hour beats, but now we do. He gave Lawrence the paperweight, but their phone call was interrupted after Lawrence's mom was trying to make a case for condola. Issa calls awkward, you know, they regular back and forth, but she asks him if he had plans and she wants to take him out. Of course he had, um, a hot date. We saw later on some girl showed up, but, um, yeah, that was, you know, kind of her olive branch moment. And I saw somebody on Instagram or Twitter saying something like, why would she wait to the day of to ask him that? Because sometimes you scared to pull the plug or make that move and you, you just afraid. You don't, you, you scared. So, hey, it is what it is. She tried. It didn't work. Hey, move on. Which is what we see happen. More time moves forward. Kelly's birthday. We see that Issa and Tiffany were able to make it. Molly was not. Again, we can keep, we can say when we all we want when we young, we all gonna do this for our birthdays. Everybody can't make it. It is what it is. But first, let me, let me address this. I could have sworn Issa knew boo was Daniel. Y'all, when he walked in, y'all, the excitement in my chest when I thought that was Daniel. You, y'all, I would have... And then the disappointment when I realized it wasn't some dude named Nasir. Nasir was cute. He had a little, you know, he was like a, he had like some Indian vibes. He was like the end of black Indian Daniel, whatever the case, they were kicking it and dating. But 
Kelly made the announcement that her and the dude from that web series Giants, I think it was called, they are now having a baby. And Kelly mentioned this herself. They asked her, she didn't want to have kids, but she mentioned how this man had her doing stuff that she didn't think that she would ever want to do. And there was a, a small moment where Issa kind of, it shook her a little bit. And, and Natasha, who plays Kelly, made, um, she was responding on Twitter and she said something to effect of, they needed Kelly to make a drastic life shift in order to kind of spark that same emotional change in Issa. Because in our lives, that's the case. Sometimes for us to make a big move, it takes the unexpected moves from one of our friends to spark that in us. And ain't nothing like your friend who says she don't want to have kids now deciding she wants to have kids to make you feel like you ain't doing nothing with your life or you need to make different bold decisions in your own. So what that did, it, it, it was a shift. We then are pushed to Molly and Issa having a conversation on Molly's birthday. It was her first with her mom. So of course she is, um, you know, feeling away. She's sad. But, you know, we see some other changes. Kelly is now working at the firm. There was some conversation earlier in the episode about they're, they're building an estate um, division. That is actually the case. But later on, there was an Issa and Nathan moment. Oh, I'm sorry. It ain't Nathan. Nathan's long gone. Okay. Issa and Lawrence. Issa has a new office space. We see the decision that she decided to make after all was to be independent. She is not going, she didn't go with partner with the bigger company. She went her own route, which is, you know, natural to Issa's upbringing, right? She's when we first saw Issa, it was when we got y'all. That was a mom and pop nonprofit. So it seems consistent to who she is and her values. But Nathan comes by. Issa, you know, there was that Issa and that awkwardness of her giving him the tour. Uh, but the meat of the meat of the conversation was basically an analogy from Issa's perspective about her career journey and, and, and it paralleled to their relationship, her and Lawrence. And, and the gist of it, she said, I had to believe that it will work out for it to work out. I had to believe it will work out for it to work out. Then Lawrence asked the question, so do you feel like or believe it will work out? And in his perspective, again, talking about the relationship, will it? Will it work out after all that they've been through, the ups and downs, the 10 years or however many years they were together, him being on the couch, depressed, her cheating with Daniel, him, them breaking up, her, um, you know, the, out here in the streets, the Daniel moment, him working at Best Buy, him with bank, the bank teller boo, then uh, realizing, you know, his dreams of, of working on an app and, and getting his career on track. And Lisa's still kind of in the weeds and her and Molly's ups and downs and all this stuff that they've been through. Well, do and do she or does she believe and does he believe it will work out? And appears both of them think it's worth a try. Like she said, I think I'm open to seeing if it will. Then they kiss and that pretty much sealed the deal. That sealed the deal on their attempt to get back to them. Regardless of if there was a baby, regardless of if he, you know, what happened in the past, all of that, we're not doing that no more. Moving forward. 
with that said, we are pushed forward to what seems like, oh no, it actually did say one year later. A year later, Molly's married. She is marrying Torian, AKA Chauncey again, which I'm happy about. And you know why I'm happy? We talked about this a little bit. And you, it, there's some skepticism because sometimes when you date somebody you work with, you, you gotta be careful because if something don't go right, it mess up the whole work environment. But sometimes what it shows is that person has been right in front of your face the whole time. Every relationship don't start off with everybody knowing love at first sight. And when I looked at you, I knew you were the one. That ain't the case. They didn't like each other. Torian even said, I hated you. But people grow on you. People change. They show a different side. And sometimes they right there in front of your face this entire time. And it took, you know, Molly, it was a long road for her to get there. There was some inner work that she had to do. She did it. And now she's walking down the aisle. All of the bridesmaids were there. All of the, the friends. A great moment with her and her father dancing. We saw there was a memorial put up for her mother. And then we see that Lawrence and Issa are still together. Which again. After the moment they had a year before, we were hopeful and we would be hopeful that that, that is the case, but they still going strong. Push forward in time to this final scene and montage. Issa, suited, red suit, suited and booted. Okay. Prentice, I believe, um, who, you know, y'all know Prentice is the Prentice Penny, the director, one of the directors of this episode and the showrunner said, they wanted to show Issa standing in front of the colleagues presenting to parallel her standing in front of the kids in the first episode that we got y'all to show how far she's come. Issa suit a red suit, get out, go outside, hop in the Lexus, does the final drive through LA. We see the dunes. We see, um, uh, what was the, the, the blood dude, uh, thug Yoda, who was outside of the dunes with his daughter. We see her driving by We Got Y'all. And that white girl who's at We Got Y'all is still there. It looked like she running the show. We There's a lot of historic landmarks. We see Maverick Flats, which is now turned into a restaurant. So it's just a historic drive through the, the LA that the show introduced a lot of people who are not familiar with the city to. Pulls in and now we are at home with Issa and Lawrence who are still together with Ja. Lawrence's baby with Canola, who is about, mm, like I said, John looked like he's about four or five. Issa has an engagement ring on. She flat, we saw the little flash of the ring, which, you know, hey, good for them. And it was a good moment to just button it up. They're still together. They are still growing. Issa is in that stepmom role. And she didn't, she was kind of like her, she was herself in that relationship with the son. You know, something, it, it gets weird sometimes with the stepmom position. You don't know how you should play it. But I liked how their relationship seemed to be the three of them. And then later, Issa's getting ready for birthday dinner. And the, the, this, uh, one thing about finales that I love is again, when it parallels to the first and the beginning episodes, those early years, when we are introduced to Lawrence and Issa in season one, the catalyst that we see was Lawrence forgetting Issa's birthday. That's kind of what kicked it off. She came home, he was sitting on the couch. He didn't want to do nothing. He was watching Billy Blanks not working out. This time, he happy birthday. There was a birthday cake. They're going to birthday dinner. It just shows the growth for, for all of them. And the one of the most important 
pieces to me, pieces in the mirror and her reflection, that other side, that that little angel devil devil's advocate on her shoulder is gone. It's gone. That insecurity and that need to kind of find your way or just to have just that back and forth banter. It, it wasn't there, which to me signals, okay, the show's insecure. Now we are secure and we're in a great place to move forward. Um, and then I missed one thing that I jumped past that I want to go back to real quick. When Issa and Molly had that single moment after Molly's wedding, Issa was helping Molly take off her wedding dress. And y'all, you ever been in a wedding? You and you, the maid of honor, bridesmaid. That's the moment, right? And it kind of signals you saying goodbye to who your friend was in her single life and y'all's relationship that way, because the relationship stays. It just shifts a little bit. But there was a great and very intimate moment between those two characters where Molly thanked Issa for loving me while I was me. A lot of tears, a lot of emotion, Issa, you know, loving her back. And it was just nice because, and again, we've been saying this the whole time. I've said this, y'all been thinking this, this has been the theme. This show Insecure, yes, while each of them, all of the women characters are going through relationships and different ups and downs and, and different trials and tribulations. The root of this show is about the relationship between two friends, Issa and Molly. That's the love story. The love story is between those two, similar to Girlfriend's House between Joan and Tony. Those two were the anchors, that relationship of this show. So buttoning up in the finale, we seeing that they are in the place that they are now through all the ups and downs, through the turmoil, through the, the mess and the drama, all of that. Mom's dying. They are still loving each other for who they are and pushing forward with their relationship. I loved it. I loved that moment. It was chef's kid. Okay. So back to the end. Molly calls Issa. Her and Torrance are out of town. They having a vacation. Funny, lighthearted moment. You know, she they miss each other. And Molly wraps up the episode by saying, girl, I think my pussy is broken. Fast forward to episode one with Issa getting on stage and rapping Broken Pussy. Cut to credits, Khalees, I'm bossy playing. I, again, was so pleased with this final episode. And I ain't gonna lie, the whole episode, I was kind of holding my breath because I didn't know what was gonna happen. You, It's a lot of weight to wrap up a show. We've seen some great finales. We've seen some bad ones. The worst finale I've ever seen was the Dexter finale. And I will never forgive the writers for what they did to us. Hell, that whole final season was just, whew. But this episode gave us, I feel like in my perspective, what we needed. Whether you want Issa and Lawrence together, whether you want Issa and Nathan together, whether you were like me and thought they were going to end it with Issa being by herself, but realizing and being content with where she was in her life and career, but moving forward, not in that relationship. But once I saw how they did it, I'm glad her and Lawrence are back together because it kind of shows growth within characters. Now, would I have gotten back with Lawrence? Probably not. I ain't, I'm, I would have been too young for that baby, but that's just me and my own uh, perspective about relationships, basing it off of what I've been through in my life. 
However, I thought this episode was great. I am so thankful that I'm for this show, a show like this. We don't get to see often um, and experience television where we are invested as black people, young black people for this amount of time. So for that, I am so thankful. All the cast killed it. It's been a wonderful journey. And uh, I, chef's kiss, Insecure is going down in history as one of the pinnacle black TV shows in many different ways. So for that, fantastic. What did y'all think about the finale? Would y'all have made the same decision? Were y'all expecting an alternate ending? Because again, I knew some people were thinking that Issa was going to end up with Nathan. I know some people were disappointed about it. Hey, I'm just glad it was a good finale. So with that said, again, let me know y'all thoughts. Hit me up on social media at Cornelia with what you thought was going to happen. Where where you think these characters going to end up in the future. And what you think the continuation of their lives is going to be. Because that's what I liked about this again before we, we, we button this up. I like that it did just cut their lives. Like, okay, that's it. It just showed, okay, no, their lives are going to continue to go on. We The camera just won't be with them. Um, so, the, you know, that was really lovely. Let me know y'all thoughts. Hit me up on the social media at Cornelia. And uh, just in case I didn't say this before, thank y'all so much for a season of wonderful recaps. Thank y'all for chiming in, hit me up on social media. Let me know what you thought about the episodes, thought about the commentary. I appreciate it. And look, maybe we're going to find another show to recap. I don't know what it is right now, but hey, it's been a good time. As always, it's your girl, Cornelia, and that is it for this season's recap of Insecure on HBO. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And don't forget to support Black News Podcast. It's available on all apps where podcasts can be heard. Bye.